Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. News Talk 1110 WBT on a Thursday morning. It's five past nine o'clock, and you know what that means. It's time for a little hope. The hope guy, we call him around here. You guys are desperate if I'm the only person who gives you hope, but I promise you. (laughs) You give us the most hope. Exactly. The most hope. Well, at least you can be assured that during this segment that I'll give you as much hope as possible. (laughs) You always do, and it's a longstanding tradition. I mean, your show is one of the longest-running local shows on this station. Yeah. Uh, But I'm happy to say now, and and Beth's been with me for almost a year, but uh, we go back a a long ways now with you being on this show. Yeah. I'm happy that that's a, a weekly thing, and I think it's an important thing. And it kind of gives me, it kind of, if if it's been a chaotic week or there's stuff going on in the news that has got people uh, just frantic, uh, talking to you sort of centers me back for the rest of the week. And I think for a lot of listeners, it's that way, too. So well, you're kind. Thank you. And my faith is real to my life, and I hope that that faith helps other people believe amidst their tumultuous times as well. Your show this week is going to be an interesting one because uh, not only do you have your wife, who joins you very often, Marilyn is with you on the show this week, but that's not the only David Chadwick family member on the show this week. Yeah, we are doing a show this week, Marilyn and I, on passing on legacy. And we really believe that families need to find ways to share their stories of God's faithfulness to them from generation to generation to generation. So, Marilyn and I have on the show with us this Sunday our firstborn granddaughter, Anna Grace Carson, who's actually in the studio with us as well as we speak. And she and Marilyn were upstairs in our house one day, and Anna Grace found a box and said, Mare Mare, that's her affectionate nickname for Grandma. Oh, I like that. Mare Mare. Oh, that's good. (laughs) And what is this? And Marilyn said, well, that's my miracle box. And so Marilyn, through the years, has placed in that box little different items that are memories of a story where God came through, either small or in big ways. And so Anna Grace started pulling out things out of the box. Well, what is this, Mayor Mayor? And then what is this? And Marilyn started sharing all of those stories with her. And it encouraged her to begin writing a book, which she's doing right now, called The Miracle Box. And its whole purpose is to help families learn how to pass on their memories from generation to generation to generation. Well, that's how love and stories and lives live on after we're gone. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And it's interesting, biblically, as I always look at life through a biblical worldview, the number of times we are told to remember, you know, in the Hebrew Testament, remember the Red Sea's parting in the New Testament, remember the resurrection, you know, and the whole idea is if God came through for you once, he can come through for you again. So that's the purpose of memories is to look back and say, oh, God was faithful to me there. Well, why would he not be faithful to me today? Well, I hope that we get to uh, maybe have a little conversation with Anna Grace if she. I think she's ex- willing. Would to? they be willing yeah. to, to jump in front of the microphone? Maybe the next segment we'll get uh, we'll get to to hear directly from. Well, any prodding from, from Beth Troutman. 
can get anybody to do anything, I can assure you. So well, if you I, ask them, I think they'll come on. I best. do it live on the air, too, so that you can't say no, right? That's, <laughs> that's how it works. We were talking a few weeks ago because Marilyn was, was with you a few weeks back and talking about this Miracle Box idea. And we got into the conversation uh, about the fact that it's sort of ironic that we live in an age now where everybody has a high-definition camera on their phone. Mm-hmm. So you can take pictures of everything. We've all got these cameras, whereas if this is 25 years ago, uh, if you have a camera, it's a camera you have to bring with you in addition to whatever other stuff that you have. But I think it's sort of it's interesting that it works sometimes the wrong way because we can take pictures of everything at any time. But now that everything's digitized, you don't go develop that picture and then you don't put it in a picture album uh, at least frame. most people don't it just yeah. sits on your phone, your phone and yeah. kind of kind of disappears into that that digital vacuum right and so we take all the pictures but we don't always take those pictures to the finish line and put them in a place where people can actually appreciate those pictures does that make sense? Yeah, yeah no, it yeah. makes perfect sense. And I think we need to recapture that in some way. And that's part of what Marilyn's tried to do with this whole Miracle Box idea is to capture some are photos in it and also other little trinkets and things that help people remember how God's been faithful. And I think all of us have those stories. Yeah. If we're really able to sit down and think about them, we can make a list of those places where we have said, ah, oh, there's no other explanation except God came through for me in that moment. Do you have a story that comes to your mind from a miracle or a, a, a moment where you know that God just showed up in your life that you well, can share? Well, our most profound one, Beth, is Marilyn was infertile. The doctor said we'd probably never have children, and uh, she was being prayed for by some guy on television years ago. And I actually came home from a meeting, and she told me about it, and I said, well, don't tell anybody you were watching this guy because I thought he was a little bit Looney Tune. <laughs> but she felt a warmth go over her stomach area at that time. She was to have surgery in the next couple of days to try to give the last chance of her being healed. She went in for the surgery. The doctor's surgery was supposed to be four hours. It lasted 30 minutes. He came up into the room, was hemming and hawing, shuffling his feet, said, I have no medical explanation for this. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to tell me she has cancer. Oh, no. He said, but her tubes are perfect. That's exactly his phrase. Her tubes are perfect. And thereafter, the first time we could try, Anna Grace was conceived. Bethany Bethany was conceived, excuse me, and then she, of course, gave birth to Anna Grace, who was our firstborn grandchild. Which is so, how she's yeah. here today. Yeah, so that, oh, I'm, that's, that's what I meant to try to say. That's the legacy connection yes. of that particular miracle. So so we can put you in the miracle box. We'll yeah. put you, we'll put you a, pic, a picture of you in the miracle box. But there's no medical explanation for it except God came through for us in a very desperate moment. And now we look at our nine grandchildren and we go, had that miracle not happened with Marilyn for Bethany, you know, the other two wouldn't have come and then the nine grandchildren wouldn't right. be here as well. So that's our most profound one oh, that we beautiful. think about and, and love to share. And again, there's no other explanation that can be given except God was faithful. Boy, uh, that's like the greatest intro of our next guest ever in the history of band. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> News Talk 1110 WBT. Ty Boyd Studio coming at you strong. Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. And uh, a full room this morning. I love this. David Chadwick. And actually, uh, hang on one second. I'm getting some. Gonna... I feel compelled to uh, remind people, Sunday afternoon, 12 noon, airtime, and 1 o'clock tip-off from Raleigh, North Carolina, <laughs> the uh, 23 
23rd-ranked Wolfpack welcoming the North Carolina Tar Heels. You can hear the game right here on WBT. Public service announcement when uh, David Chabuk is in the room. Well, Bo, thank you for not saying that the 23rd-ranked Wolfpack were playing the unranked North Carolina Tar Heels. Well, I mean, oh they were number one ranked when the, were, when the season started, right? They were indeed, and if they don't make the tournament, they'll be the only team in the history of college basketball to be preseason number one and not make the tournament. So, oh, Lord, please have mercy <laughs> on my Tar Heels. Beth, your Tar Heels as yes. well. <laughs> I'll just say this. I, I am a happy man this ACC season because – all of the Tobacco Road teams are relevant. That is true. So that is true. Uh, to me, that's the best case scenario for everybody. I mean, my dad went to NC State. I went to Davidson. So, I, you know, but I grew up liking NC State, and you know that. But uh, I love it when the State Carolina game means something, when the Wake Carolina game means something, and Duke and, and everybody. So uh, that's where we are. I actually think it's going to be an interesting postseason because you're, you still could very well have a good number of ACC teams in the tournament. They're just not going to be high seeds. That's right. And yeah. it could be a very interesting tournament only because there is no one great team. So you can toss the coin and guess who's going to win the NCAA, and that's what will make it a great tournament, I think. We now return to our regularly scheduled segment <laughs> here on Good Morning BT, and it's Bo and Beth and David Chadwick, and it's not just one Chadwick today. Yeah, well, it's actually a Carson, but she is uh, born to our Bethany Chadwick, and uh, the show this Sunday at 8 a.m. is talking about passing on legacy, and Marilyn and Anna Grace Carson, our firstborn granddaughter, are on the show with me, and oh. they're, they're talking about this whole idea of a miracle box that we referred to a couple few weeks ago when Marilyn was here but going into greater depth with it and an experience where Marilyn was with Anna Grace and they found the miracle box and Anna Grace started asking her tons of stories. So we thought it'd be a great program on the importance of passing on generational legacies. Marilyn, you want to take it from there? Well, yeah. And this just happened, didn't it, Anna Grace? We did not go plan to do this miracle box, but in fishing our way through the attic, you found that box. And what did you see in there? Well, I just found little trinkets and Little things that don't really, you wouldn't think that they're significant, but they're very significant. They were significant, I realized, as I started telling you the stories. Now, do you think Anna Grace would have liked it if I had had her sit down? I'm going to tell you family stories. No. <laughs> but this was very natural, and it evolved into something. We've actually had a mother-daughter retreat before, helped other people develop their own miracle boxes. So a miracle box, we decided, can't hold every memory you have, Right. Right. Memories are fun things that can happen and special things, but miracles are something that has to be something when you need it. It has to be unexplainable, and it has to be from the Lord. And, yeah. Yeah, that was our criteria, wasn't yes. it? We said, okay, this is the filter. So David shared a little bit about the healing story that we had, right? That's the showstopper miracle. Yeah. But we like to look for the ordinary miracles, right? Yes. So one of Anna Grace's favorite story is about a what? A penny. Yes. And a penny that is very ordinary, right? Yep, very. Okay, so back up before Anna Grace was born, I was going through a dry spell, a doubting spell, and I started finding pennies everywhere. And I finally started saying, God, is this you? Could you really be sending me ordinary pennies? Fast forward, I'm reading my Bible in John, and you remember the character, David? Who was yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's Doubting Thomas, who I think's gotten a bad rap, but yes. uh, he wasn't there during Jesus' first resurrection appearance. And then uh, when he came back, the disciples said, he's alive, he's alive. And he said, well, unless I it. touch his hands and his spear inside, only then will I believe. Yeah, and his words were, unless I, I see the nail holes. And so I prayed this really weird prayer. I said, Lord, I'm like Doubting Thomas today. I'd like to see your nail hole. So what comes in the mail the next day? Well, the next day, 
she gets a letter from one of her friends with a penny from the dryer that has a nail hole in it. And we just marvel, even today when we look at this, and Ed Billick was like blown away as we were preparing the show. Because look at this penny. You can, listeners can't see it, but Ed keeps going, how do you get a nail hole through the center of a penny? I'm already finding pennies. I ask for a nail hole. There's my nail hole. And and it's, I mean, it's remarkable. I'll describe it to our listeners. It is a a perfect, a perfect nail hole right through the center of this penny. And I I love that it is taped to the card that it was originally sent on. So it's decades old. And on the day after you asked for a visual. And Grace, why did it make it into the box? Because it was when she asked for it. And it was extraordinary. Like, when is there ever a nail hole in a penny? It was Right when she asked for it, she got it, and it was f- clearly from the Lord because— And I needed it. Yes. And it's a miracle in that it happened when it happened, it, when Marilyn was going through a dry spell asking yes. for something like this. It occurs. so Like it, a doubting Thomas. Yeah, it, it's just a way of saying that God's in the show-stopping miracles, like in her infertility, but he's also in the regular everyday moments, too, and— we want people to realize that as well. And as you can pass that on to your kids and your grandkids, that's a great way of dealing with all the hopelessness and despair that surrounds us. Yes. And the one secret we the one secret Anna and I Anna Grace and I have for people is to do what? To watch for miracles and not just expect them to plop right in front of you because Jesus says seek and you will find, but to look for the little ones and not just get carried away with the big things and make sure you look for them. Yeah. So that's the great message today. And if you'll do that, we think that will address a lot of, again, the despair that people are facing today. Oh, and Anna Grace, tell me how old you are. I am 12. Holy moly. Are y'all listening to how brilliantly articulate and, and poised and just full of charisma you are? It's incredible. Well, the, the, the faith of a child, too, is yes. something I think all of us should have is, you know, Jesus talked a lot about that. And we sometimes complicate faith instead of just like a child looking at the wonder that surrounds us and simply believing and knowing that what is promised to us is true. Well, uh, every every Thursday, I like to do a little snapshot of, uh, and in this case, uh, uh, a, a little taste of, of things in the miracle box, because you'll be talking about this more long form on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. Yes, exactly. 8 a.m. on Sunday morning, Marilyn and Anna Grace and I will unpack the miracle box and look at more stories that are there, but mostly to encourage our people to do miracle boxes as well. And when you believe, as you look into your miracle boxes, that God came through for you once in the past, He can come through for you again. Thank you, all of you, for being here today. This is great. Thank you. Great to be here. Sunday morning, 8 a.m. on BT. Like every time.